Hello, I'd like to welcome you back to our series on Kingdom Emotions. This is our final lesson, another group lesson of 11 and 12, uh, because 11 and 12 are both somewhat short. So uh, today we're going to talk about the heart and how we need to roar in our spiritual life. I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, So grab a pen and paper, get ready to take some notes, and uh, let's open up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and for this time. We thank you, Lord God, for uh, bringing us together through this course and showing us, Lord, what it is that you need to teach each one of us. I thank you, Lord God, for the impact uh, that, that this series of lessons has had on my own life. And Father, I pray that uh, for at least one of these people that, that there's been an impact been made. And Father, I pray that uh, as we continue through daily life that we would look to you, Lord God, to look and, and align our emotions, Lord God, with scripture and, and find the place uh, with, every pra- with, every, with every passing day, Lord God, just to, to see that gratitude and compassion have to be present because of everything that you've done for us. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask your blessing upon this time. And I pray, Lord God, that you would anoint my lips to speak and anoint the ears of those who are receiving to listen. Open our hearts and our minds, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And all God's children said, Amen. Uh, So we want to begin with Lesson 11. We want to talk about the heart. Which heart, maybe you're asking, because you've heard me talk a lot about the spiritual heart, and you've also probably heard me talk about the physical heart. Well, we're going to talk about both. Uh, we're going to kind of compare and contrast the two and, and see um, how each one is, is so responsible for giving life. Okay, so the physical heart, I want to start there. Uh, physical heart obviously keeps blood flowing through our bodies, responds to our emotions. Um, if you get mad, maybe you notice that your heart rate will start to go up. Uh, if you're happy, if you're calm, your heart rate will tend to come down. Your physical heart will also respond to your behavior. If you're laughing, sometimes that will cause your heart rate to go up. Uh, If you are sitting and meditating, perhaps your heart rate will come down. Uh, If you take a jog or if you take a walk, your heart will respond accordingly. And your heart, your physical heart works without stopping, of course, because when it stops, uh, it's our dying day. Um... So from, from birth unto death, the, the physical heart works continuously. The spiritual heart, um, it, it really handles a lot of our spiritual life. It tunes into God. It knows God's voice, sees his vision, and meditates on his word. And, and that's the vitality of our spiritual life. It's, it's what keeps us going uh, in terms of our spirituality, with our, with our spiritual fervor, as, as scripture refers to it, uh, it's, it's really good for us to be in a place where we search for God every day. We, we come and we say, Lord, I want you to speak to me today. I, I want you to show me uh, what I need to do in this situation. I want you to lead me down this path. I want you to, to take my hand and walk with me. Uh, know his voice. Uh, in, the, in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, My sheep know my voice. And, and we're supposed to be his sheep of his pasture. And that's in the Psalms, I believe, Psalm 100, verse 3. We are his children, the sheep of his pasture. And, um, and, and that's, that's so important that we should know his voice. 
look for his vision. Um, when, when we're hearing his voice, it's important sometimes that we take a moment and just look away from everything, fix our eyes on Jesus, and, and in our heart of our spirit we'll see what Jesus is saying. And then, of course, to meditate on the Word is what's going to bring us to stillness. Uh, like Psalm 46.10 tells us to be still and know that I am God. It takes meditation on the Word to, to bring us to that place of stillness. Kingdom emotions and the heart uh, really are obviously going hand in hand here. As we bring this to a close, perhaps you've noticed that the heart plays a big role in uh, emotions as a whole, but in kingdom emotions especially. Uh, Kingdom emotions primarily move the spiritual heart, but it's good to know this, that when we look at our kingdom emotions, emotions that align with scripture, they decrease our stress. Oops, I'm preaching to myself. Um, I, I tend, I think I've told you before, I tend to sometimes let my stress level get a little bit out of hand. Uh, and and I've, I've talked with the Lord about that. And I'm, I'm here to testify to you that when I do what the Lord has instructed me to do, it really does stop me in my tracks and brings my stress level back uh, to bay. But decreasing stress... Uh, by way of aligning our emotions and our heart with scripture and, uh, and, and tuning into God, it's going to slow the natural heart rate. It's going to steady the rhythm. And uh, between, by doing those two uh, things, it's actually going to help the heart function better. Uh, and that's, we, we could go into a whole physiology lesson on that, but we don't need to. It's just important for us to know that stress takes a toll on the physical heart, but stress also takes a toll on the spiritual heart. And when we allow stress into our lives, and I, and like I said here, I'm, I'm not trying to be hypocritical. I am primary offender when it comes to um, allowing myself to be overstressed. It, it, it really does make a, a, a big impact on your life just to learn to say, you know what, God, in this moment, step in and take over. I'm done. I'm, I'm giving this over to you. This is yours. Set me free. Okay? Um, in that moment, you take a deep breath. You tune, you tune into God. Listen for his voice. Search for his vision. Meditate on his word. Whatever's dropped into your heart, you'll notice the heart rate's going to come down. Um, you know, if you maybe you're feeling some palpitations because of the stress, you're going to notice that the palpitations will start to subside a little bit. Um, and, and just know this, your heart is functioning better when stress is decreased. Now, I, I'm obviously speaking right now about the physical heart, but I want you to know this, your spiritual heart functions better when you decrease your stress too. Uh, when you When you get into God's word, and, and you allow that stress level to start coming down, your spiritual heart is going to be so much more in tune to God. You're going to be so much more sensitive to his voice. You're going to see his vision so much more. And, and it's amazing. People, people like to look at what stress does to the physical body. Um, but I guess maybe through, um, I, I, I guess I would say through divine revelation, 
I have been able to see what stress does to the spirit and, and, and how it affects my relationship with Jesus. Obviously, stress re- re- really affects um, relationships with everyone. It, it affects family relationships with your spouse, um, if, you, if you have kids with your kids, uh, other family members, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. Stress really has an impact on all relationships. And we can't neglect the fact that we have a relationship with Jesus. Stress really will impact that relationship too. Kingdom emotions build up in the heart and release freedom into the physical. Okay, uh, you you take all of the um, all all of the greatness of gratitude, compassion, faith, hope, love. Uh, you, you name it. You you just bring all of those scriptural pieces together. You build them up in your spiritual heart, and as you begin to release them, they just they just flow with freedom for you. Okay, I I, I really think that um, that that's why Scripture says, "Whom the Son has set free is free indeed." Uh, Jesus sets us free in so many ways, and a truly to to be emotionally free is um, there. There's books about it. To be emotionally free is, is something that I don't think enough people get to experience. But just to have a release and, and, and a way to just step out and say, God is good no matter what I'm going through. And, and just to flow with goodness and joy and compassion, it, it will set you free. I read a book one time, um, and I am totally drawing a blank on the name of it. And I don't see it on my shelf. Sorry about that. Um, but but I, I, I love this quote. And it says this, The heart is a creature. And that's why our ribs are cages. And that's uh, profound. The, the more you think about that, the more you'll realize that that's so true. The heart is a creature and that's why our ribs are cages. We have to have some way to uh, contain that that wild animal. Um, I want to close this portion of the lesson with Psalm 139, verse 23. And it's it, this, this is a psalm that is truly a prayer. And I hope that as you uh, make your way into the kingdom emotions lifestyle, I hope that you really um, will just find yourself praying this prayer. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Amen. Uh, So coming into just the final portion of this lesson then, uh, technically for lesson 12, we want to talk about a roar. Okay? Um, Maybe maybe you don't really know quite what I mean by a roar. Uh, But before we get too deep into that, I I just want to... Um, pause for just a minute and I want to thank you for being a part of this course and I really do hope um, that you've experienced something that you've taken the time to come into God's presence and and, and just um, just hear his voice you know maybe, maybe your faith has been increased maybe you've learned something about the power of the Holy Spirit maybe uh, you learned something new about love whatever it is um, when, when I teach these courses, I trust that God is going to 
reach out to those who need to be reached. And, and I really pray that uh, these have touched your lives. And, and I think that you're going to enjoy um, the next course that I'm planning to teach if you're with me. So, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being a part of this. I want to talk to you about roaring and roaring has a unique place in our lives. Um, what is, what is roaring to start? Roaring is exactly what you think it is. Roaring is getting loud. Roaring is prayer that has some passion behind it. Um, roaring has a place. It's, it's not particularly for every day and it's not particularly for every situation. Um, we, we read a little bit about roaring in the book of Joel, chapter 3, verse 16. It says this, The Lord will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and the earth will shake, but the Lord will be a shelter for his people. Okay, um, sometimes when you go through something really difficult, extremely emotional, that becomes the time to roar. Okay, and I, and I, I want to tell you that um, this, it, it took me these 12 lessons to get here. And and when I made it to lesson 12 and then of, of this course, and I learned about roaring, and I, and I came to this place of saying, all right, I, now I understand when when my kingdom emotions are heightened. Remember a couple weeks ago we talked about heightened kingdom emotions uh, being especially driven by passion. Those are the moments when we roar. And um, know this, your prayers don't have to be loud for God to honor them. But I firmly believe that bold prayers honor God. Uh, that, is, that is my personal conviction, my firm belief. Bold prayers honor God. And sometimes, it's not that you're yelling at God, but it's okay to yell at your situation in the name of Jesus. Amen? Uh, so, you, you, you are up against a mountain, or perhaps you're in a lion's den. God is faithful. Amen? And, and, and God sees the mountain that you stand up against. And God sees that you're in the pit with the lions. And what does he do? He says, my child, if you have faith, just the size of a mustard seed. Hallelujah. If you have the faith, the size just of a mustard seed, then use my name and tell that mountain to move and it must be moved. Somebody say amen. And when you're in the lion's den and you hear their stomachs and you know that they're hungry and you are the source of food, they, they look at you like they're preparing to devour you. And yet... God will hold their mouth shut because he is a faithful God. Amen. And so in that moment, you begin to roar. 
and, and you're yelling at your situation, remember this. You're not yelling at God, but at your situation. You can yell, and, and when you begin to roar in the name of Jesus, roar with the roar of the Lion of Judah, the devil hears that and he will flee from you because he hears something he hears not just the name of Jesus, hallelujah, but he hears a, 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 a passion behind your voice. He hears the fire that comes with the Holy Spirit. He hears the roar of the Lion of Judah, and he knows this, that when the Lion of Judah roars, that all heaven and earth will shake but the Lord will be a shelter for his people. All right? When, 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 when can you hear a roar? Sometimes a roar will take place during praise, during worship, and sometimes during prayer. I can tell you from my very own experience, I was driving down the road just worshiping my Lord. And, and I, was, I was in the midst of a situation that had me upset. It had me beside myself. And as I, as I praised the Lord, I heard him say, Eric, roar. And I just let it out. I began to shout. And I mean to tell you, I began to sing louder. I began to speak to the situation, telling that mountain to move, shutting the mouths of the lions. I began to sing loudly. I began to shout in my prayer language. I took control of the situation, and I did not stop until I felt Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace, surround me. And when I felt the peace of God, the roar naturally came down. Okay? So no matter what you're facing right now, I want to encourage you, roar. Holy roar. Alright? And this is how we're going to close this course. is with Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Know this. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. So no matter where you're at, no matter where you go, He says, Lo, I am with you always. No matter how bad that situation looks, no matter, no matter what the boss says, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what anyone else has to say, remember these words, Lo, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. Because Jesus is there. So fill your heart with, with the truths of his goodness, of his mercy, his joy. This is the everlasting God that we're talking about. All right? And, and so whatever it is, if, if, you, want, um, if you want prayer for, for anything, just feel free to reach out to me. I'll be happy to pray with you. But whatever it is that you're facing, roar. Get loud. Let the devil know he's not going to win. 
because Jesus Christ is risen. He is alive and well. Amen. I hope and pray that this course has blessed you. It's been a blessing to me to teach it. It was a blessing to me when I took it. Um, God is capable of all things, even when we choose to think that maybe he's not. So, as you as you continue to walk out your life, I know that sometimes it's easy to uh, let things like kingdom emotions kind of fall to the wayside. They, they kind of slip over into that territory of, yeah, I know about it, but I, I don't particularly practice it. But I want to tell you this. God is with you. And it doesn't matter if you've forgotten your kingdom emotions. It doesn't matter, per se, if, if you... Um, you're just having a, a, a quiet time. God is in control. And when God is in control, he's going to make all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So just lift your hands and receive this blessing as I pray us out. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, thank you for this time. I thank you for these people, their loving and gracious support. I pray, Lord God, that you would set them free. I pray, Father, that you would lead them, guide them, direct them. If they need to roar at a situation, Father, speak into their spirit. Tell them when to roar. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that they would that they would take inventory of the things that are in their heart. I pray, Lord God, right now that they would come to an understanding of your goodness, of your joy, your loving kindness. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that this would that, that this course as a, as a whole would just make an impact in their lives. That they would search for you with every passing day. Be still and know that you are God. Pour out your spirit, Lord God, upon them that they would feel the mighty rush of your holy presence, even now, as I impart that blessing. And it is in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And all God's children said, Amen. Thank you so much again for being part of this course. I hope that it's blessed you. And I hope that you'll join me uh, for the next course, The Names and Attributes of God. It's going to be a really great course, and it's going to be a really good study to really grow your spirit. So uh, looking forward to that. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.